Ephesians chapter 6. Your text for today is found in verse 17. There the verse reads, And take the helmet of salvation. Remember last week, we said that word take means to receive as a gift. Take the helmet of salvation and take the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God. That's our text for today. The sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God. My subject today in dealing with the sword of the Spirit is the power of God's Word. I'm afraid we'll not get it all dealt with today. So we'll leave the second part till next Lord's Day morning, God willing. But we're going to look at the power of God's Word as seen in the sword of the Spirit. After David slew the giant of Gath, David was asked what he would do with Goliath's sword. And David said, There is none like that. Give it me. 1 Samuel 21 and 9. Well, what David said about the sword of Goliath, we would say about the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God, there is none like it. Give it me. Can there be found in all the world a word like the Word of God? We can say, no, never. In all of the libraries scattered throughout the world, in every city, every town, in every village there is not a book in any of those libraries like unto the book that we hold in our hands today which is the word of God which is the sword of the spirit there is no book like this book because First of all, it's the Lord's book. It's the Lord's word. It is the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God. All other words are simply the words of mortal men. <clears throat> but what we have here today is the word of God. When John was given a revelation of the glorified Christ he said out of his mouth went a sharp two edged sword Revelation 1 verse 10 out of his mouth went a sharp two edged sword reference to the word of God further evidence that this is the Lord's word so when David said of Goliath's sword 
There is none like it. Give it me. We say that about God's word and the wonderful thing is it has been given to us. We have God's word today in our hands. And we thank the Lord for the memory of those down through the centuries who even gave their lives, died the martyr's death, that we could have this book in our hands today. So this word we have today is the Lord's own word. His infallible, inspired, inerrant word. 2 Peter 1 verse 2 For the prophecy of the word came not in old time by the will of man but holy men of God spake as they were moved by the Holy Ghost. The word came from God. It's God's word. Let us always keep that in mind when we have the Bible in our hands and we read the Bible and we sit and listen to the Bible being preached let us remember this is God's word it's not the word of the preacher it's God's word to us there is none like that give it me as well as it being the Lord's word it is the living word. Yes, that's what we're told about this sword of the Spirit. It is a living word. Hebrews 4, verse 12. For the word of God is the word of God is quick powerful sharper than any two-edged sword that word quick as you know means living it means to have life that a wonderful description of this book we look at this book here and we look at it and we see this book has life this is the living word of God. We can certainly say this word is a living word. Not a dead word. It's a living word. How often have you received a word from God and you've had that word speak to you again and again not just the next day but perhaps months and years later the word is living it's living in your heart it's living in your mind like the sinner sinner sits under the preaching of the gospel the meeting's over and they just dismiss what they've heard ah uh, but a week, a month, years later, years later, 
that word that they heard comes back to them and that word arrests them that word speaks to them that word convicts them yes and that same word saves them that word that they had dismissed out of mind when they first heard it ah but it lived on it lived on told you the story before of the conversion of Pastor Willie Mullen Willie was living in an old shack of a building with two of the other men they were up to no good and he saw this young man one day who he knew was a Christian and he was giving out flyers to a gospel mission and Willie went up to him just to make fun of him he says I believe you're having a mission and maybe come some night Willie said he had no ever intention of coming and the young man well he says his eyes just open he says will you come I'll come and call for you and I'll bring you and well he says it was his turn for his eyes to open but the young man called for him and brought Willie to the mission and that night the preacher preached on the judgment of God about the judgment of God and when he left that meeting and he says he testified says I'll never be back there again months later he was planning to rob a house and he got into got over a hedge and into a field and he's walking across the field towards the house that planned to rob and he says I got to the middle of the field and suddenly what about this day of the word he had heard in the mission months before ah lived on and Willie Mullen got saved in the middle of that field the word of God was living and it lived on in Willie's heart and he became one of Ulster's great preachers Pastor Willie Mullen it's a living word there is none like it there is none like it because it's the Lord's word and it's a living word tell you something else there is none like it because it's a lasting word it's a lasting word if ever a word was hated by the world and in this world today it is the word of God politicians hate the word of God many others hate God's word they want it banned they've had it buried they've had it burned ah but the word lives on it is a lasting word 
the Lord Jesus himself said heaven and earth shall pass away but my words shall not pass away heaven and earth shall pass away the Lord says but my words shall not pass away it's the lasting word we have here in our hands the eternal word of the eternal God that's why we can say there is none like it this is the sword of the spirit and there is none like it giveth me and this is the weapon that Paul lifts here in the armor of God here we come now to the sixth piece of the armor we saw last week the helmet of salvation as the fifth piece this was the sixth piece of the armor of God and let us rejoice that God has indeed given it to us given us his armor sword of the spirit which is the word of God I want first of all today to consider the purpose of the sword the purpose of the sword an important rule in any kind of warfare is know your enemy know your enemy when you know your enemy then you'll know the best strategy to adopt against that enemy well Paul was certainly diligent in informing us about the enemy that we fight and we face every single day verse 11 put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil there is telling us about our enemy the wiles of the devil verse 12 for we wrestle not against flesh and blood but against principalities powers rulers of darkness in this world against spiritual wickedness in high places again verse 16 above all taking the shield of faith wherewith ye shall be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked and so as we said Paul has given us a good description of our, en our enemy and that's why he's told put on put on the whole armor of God you cannot afford to be without the armor of God because of the enemy because of who and what the enemy is so in the Christian's warfare with sin it is essential that we have the sword of the spirit we need this sword first of all 
for offensive purposes. Offensive purposes. Every warrior needs a weapon for offensive warfare. And the divinely provided weapon is the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God. Isn't it interesting that Paul and the Lord himself, of course, describes his word as a sword? A sword. In children's meetings, the leader of the children's meeting will say to the children, We're going to have some sword drill. And the leader will read out a verse of scripture and see who can find it first. Sword drill. The word of God is likened to a sword. The word of God is the best weapon of offense that we have against the attacks of the devil and the wiles of the devil. As well as those who do the devil's work. We've just read about them there in the verse 12. We wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. How we need the sword of the Spirit for offensive purposes. The word of God was the weapon that the apostles used when facing the bitter opposition of pagan powers. How did they combat them? How did they stand against them? They used the word they preached the word. They quoted the word. They stood up for the word. The sword of the spirit. Of course we're all familiar with the Savior in the wilderness. Tempted of the devil for 40 days. 40 nights. Although we are just given a record of three of those temptations, yet Luke tells us he was tempted for 40 days and 40 nights. And how did he answer the devil? It is written. It is written. It is written. And with each temptation, <coughs> the Lord Jesus wielded the sword and silenced the devil and then he had to go on to something else the Lord wielded the sword again and silenced him and Satan tempted him in another area and the Lord wielded the sword again and silenced him it's the sword of the spirit when you think of it also the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God. When you think of it. The sword is Christ. 
the sword is the Lord Jesus Christ why? because he is the truth I am the way, the truth what we have here is the truth it's not how we slay Satan who is a liar when he comes against us with his lies and his railing accusations we use the sword of the spirit which is the word of God which is the truth sword of the spirit is the word of God the word is not who Christ is in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God Christ John 1 and verse 1 and as the best offensive weapon we can wield against Satan and his kingdom Christ spread the word spread the word and when you spread the word you're going on the offensive you're attacking Satan and his kingdom when you go on the offensive preaching Christ spreading the word you're attacking Satan and his kingdom now what Philip did we're told Philip went down to the city of Samaria what did he do there we're told he preached Christ unto them in other words he wielded the sword of the spirit which is the word of God he preached Christ and what was the result well we're told in Acts 8 and verse 7 slew a multitude he slew a multitude of unclean spirits set the prisoners free praise the Lord those who were held bound by unclean spirits when Philip went and wielded the sword which is the word of God he went there and preached Christ he slew the unclean spirits he set the prisoners free and we read that the city rejoiced revival had come to the city of Samaria because Philip had wielded the sword of the spirit didn't Paul do the same thing the day of Pentecost or Peter and the day of Pentecost he wielded the sword of the spirit which is the word of God and lo and behold hell was robbed of 3,000 souls in one day it's a great sword this it is the word of God yes we use the sword for offensive purposes and we use the force the sword 
for defensive purposes. How thankful we are that when Satan attacks us, we have the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God to use in our defense. In our defense. We have the sword when he attacks us personally. And does he know how to do that? We all know what it's like to be attacked by sin personally. That old serpent. That accuser of the brethren. Doesn't he attack us? And do his best to discourage us? Only to be in the Lord's work to know all about that. He does his best to discourage us in our service for the Lord. Don't see the results you expect. Don't see the results you want. And boy, the devil's not far away to come and discourage you. You might as well give it up. You're wasting your time. You know. You know all his arguments. Well, that's when we take a hold of the sword <coughs> of the Spirit, which is the Word of God to defend ourselves against the devil. First Corinthians fifteen verse fifteen. Yeah, will not like to hear these words. Therefore, my beloved brethren, be ye steadfast. No, don't give up. Be ye steadfast, unmovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord, for as much as ye know your labor is not in vain in the Lord. Devil tells us it isn't vain. But how do we counteract that? How do we defend ourselves? sword of the spirit and the use of God's word your labor the Lord said your labor is not in vain in the Lord no wonder Paul said God's word is sharper than any two edged sword and so quoting such a verse such a word in the face of the devil will slay the devil every time. He wants an equip. Whatever service you're doing for the Lord, he wants an equip. But we use the sword, which is the word of God, and the word of God says, Your labor is not in vain in the Lord. So, be steadfast, unmovable, 
Don't move. Always abide me in the work of the Lord. For your labor is not in vain in the Lord. We're glad that the sword of the Spirit has sharp edges to slay the dragon, to cut the head of the old serpent, to deal with the accuser of the brethren. Sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God. Yes, he attacks us personally regarding our service. He attacks us personally regarding our supplication. He would want us to stop praying. You can be sure of that. He wants us to stop praying. But we take the old sword of the Spirit again. Sharper than any, any two-edged sword. Sharper. And when Satan comes to discourage us with regard to our prayer life, we just use the sword to slay him. Because what does the sword of the Spirit say? It says... Pray without ceasing. Don't persist. Don't give up. Pray without ceasing. First Thessalonians five seventeen. That's what the sword of the spirit, of the word of God, declares. Of course, it's a sword with two edges. The one edge says, "Pray without ceasing." The other edge says. Men ought always to pray, not to pray. And this is the Lord's own word. This is the word of God. Yes, I know Satan wants us to give up and stop praying. Or when we pray and there's no answer, we need to defend ourselves. We need to defend ourselves by the use of the sword of the Spirit, which declares, listen, Satan wants us to give up when we pray and we don't see an answer. He wants us to give up. But we take the sword against the, against the devil and we quote these words. Though it tarry, wait for it. Though it tarry, wait for it, because it will surely come. It will not tarry. Habakkuk 2, verse 3. Isn't it good to have the sword of the Spirit? Isn't it good to have God's word to combat the devil? The wiles of the devil. Don't you love this word? Don't you love this book? Let this book 
part of your life. Reminds me of the sword <coughs> of Eliezer. You turn over to Second Samuel chapter 23. Second Samuel 23. We read in verse 10, Eliezer. Second Samuel 23, verse 10. Eliezer, he arose, smote the Philistines until his hand was weary and his hand cleave unto the sword. And the Lord wrought a great victory that day and the people returned after him only to the spoil. And look at those words. He arose and he smote the Philistine until his hand was weary and his hand cleave unto the sword. In other words, he had such a grip of the sword. The sword, as it were, became an extension of his arm. We're told his hand was weary and his hand cleave onto the sword. He couldn't let it go. You know the way sometimes you get a hold of something and you're holding it real tight and then when it comes to release your hand you can hardly get your hand open. That's how it was with that ease. The sword became an extension of his arm. The sword became a part of himself. hand cleave onto the sword believer let us cleave onto the sword let this sword of the spirit become part of us let it become part of us so that when we face the devil and he comes against us We'll know one verse of scripture to quote. We'll be so familiar with the word of God, we'll know where to go. To answer the devil, to silence him, because the sword of the Spirit will silence him every time. So the sword of the Spirit is for offensive purposes. The sword of the Spirit is for defensive purposes. And the sword of the Spirit is meditative purposes. When the Word becomes part of you, you'll meditate upon it. Like the psalmist. Remember what the psalmist said? His delight, the blessed man. The blessed man, we're told, his delight is in the law of the Lord. Listen. And in his law doth he meditate day and night. Day and night. The word has become part of the life of the psalmist. 
and the warrior when he has the sword in his hand he can practice with them it's, it's part of them he doesn't just use it at the time of the battle but he has the sword in his hand and he practices with it in preparation for the battle and believer when we're not in the battle against the devil let us meditate upon God's law upon God's word day and night day and night the sword of the spirit which is the word of God we looked at the purpose of the sword we'll go a bit further in the study of the sword next Sabbath morning Lord willing I pray the Lord will bless the word that we delivered today bless it to your soul let's bow in prayer dear Lord we thank thee for the word of God were not for the word of God Lord we wouldn't be here today to remember thy death faith coming by hearing and hearing by the word of God We thank you, Lord, for how the Word of God defeated Satan in our lives. We thank you, Lord, for this book. We know, Lord, it's been abandoned by many. For the Lord, I pray that ever there'll be a Bible in this pulpit. And there'll ever be the preaching of the word here for there is nothing like it we ask the Lord to write thy word today upon our hearts and Lord any who are not able to stay we pray thou would bless them thank thee Lord for their presence here this morning So Lord do abide with us now those of us who are staying to remember the Lord's death. We do ask all these things in the Saviour's name for his glory alone. Amen.